0: Hi, right, folks, welcome to the Getting Your Edge podcast. My name is Dennis.
1: Hi, I'm Judy Gratton.
0: And we're here to help you right-size your home and your life. Welcome back to Getting Your Edge, How to Write Says Your Home and Life podcast. I'm Dennis Day, and I'm here with my co-host, Judy Grattan. How are you, Judy?
1: I'm good, Dennis. How are you this rainy morning?
0: I'm great. And I'm really excited about our topic because we're going to talk about a question we get constantly. And that question is, is it a good time to sell?
1: It's always a good time to sell.
0: Yeah, I think so and i was thinking about it if you need to sell sell you know if there's a life-changing thing that says yeah i gotta sell do it there's never that perfect perfect time
1: and people say they're going to wait for the perfect time and the problem is a bell does not go off to say okay this is the lowest interest rate or this is the best time on the market, the chances of hitting the perfect moment are slim to none. So whatever market that you are selling in, you're buying in. So if it's a higher interest rate that you're selling at, it's a higher interest rate that you're buying at, lower interest rate, same thing. But you know what happens when the interest rates drop. Right now with the higher interest rates, we don't have as many people on the, mar- on the market looking for homes, but the ones that are on there have to move. And so they're really serious. And so chances are you're going to get a buyer who is qualified and who can move. You know, what's really interesting is that this year for the first time in a long time, the majority of buyers have been first time home buyers. So really? people are- about buying. The ones that are out there are really serious about it and they're willing to do a temporary higher interest rate because you can always refinance and get the home they want at probably the terms they want and then refinance when the interest rates go down. There are some definite pluses to making a move in this type of market.
0: Yeah, but that seems so counterintuitive. We're talking about high interest rates and pretty good high prices, at least in, in our Puget Sound, Washington area. I just find it kind of fascinating that the most buyers are first-time home buyers. They're buying in the high interest rate time. Have you got any thoughts about why? First
1: of all, they can get better terms with a seller than they would be able to do in a market where there are many, many buyers going after the same home, that sort of a market. Even though we're still in a seller's market right now, we're on the market for a longer period of time. And there are actually more homes on the market, oddly enough, this month than we've seen since 2017. And that's really unusual to see. There's more homes on the market this month than there were last month.
0: Yeah, and you wouldn't expect this in December because that's people are busy with the holidays. And it's kind of interesting that we have more homes on the market. Any thoughts about why?
1: It is a slower market. There aren't as many buyers out there because of the interest rates, but the buyers that are out there are wanting to be able to negotiate terms that are going to make, in the long term, their home ownership better. Maybe they can get the the seller to help buy down the rate, or maybe they can actually have the inspection that they really wanted to have done on the home and couldn't do when they were multiple buyers. There are just a lot of terms that can set them up to be in a better position in the home that they finally do buy. And because we do have a little bit more inventory, they are getting to have a little bit more of a choice. And so uh, from the standpoint of a buyer, that's why the serious buyers are out there, because the minute the interest rate goes down, what do you think happens?
0: I, it's just going to be a mad stampede. I, I really can't stress that enough, that if you want to avoid high prices, you're going to need to really think about t- making a move now.
1: Yeah, because as soon as the interest rates go up... It will become that crazy seller market again where you get 10, 15, 20 more uh, multiple offers on a home and it's going to drive up the price of the home. And then from the standpoint of being a seller, you want to sell your home and downsize or do whatever your choice is. But you also need somewhere to go. And a lot of people have been frozen in time right now because they don't know where they're going to go. But what's really interesting is that because of this high interest rate and because of the, the somewhat of a slowdown in our market, lenders have become more creative. And we have programs out there right now with lenders that can actually allow you to buy a home first, And then sell your home. There's all kinds of creative ideas out there. Different loan products that could accommodate a seller making that move now when it's not a crazy market for them on the other end. All in all, now is a really good opportunity to sell, buy, invest in real estate. And the other thing I think people are beginning to realize is That 2%, 3% interest rate that we got down to, that was in a very rare emergency sort of situation where we were trying to keep our economy going. And you're not going to see that again knock on wood, because we don't really want another one of those emergencies. So I think if we get down into the fives or fours at some point, but it's I don't think that's going to happen soon. And I think buyers are going, okay, I want a house. I can do this. I may not get as much house as I want right now, but that's how real estate, the past has worked. You buy a smaller home and then you work your way up to a larger home and to a larger home if you want. And then when you, you decide you want to downsize, you go in the other direction.
0: I, I was thinking another reason that, that it is a good time to sell is people who have bought their home, say, pre-2018, mm-hmm. have massive amounts of equity. And I'm going to give you a few stats here. This is for King County, which is the area we live in, near in surrounds Seattle. And this is pretty typical of our area. Your area may be completely different. Every market has its ups and downs and so forth. When you look at five years ago, the average price of a single family home was $676,000. Now, today, December 2023, the average home is $985,000. That's a 51% increase in your in, in your equity. Just by living there. You've gained about three hundred nine or ten thousand dollars in equity. That's an incredible investment. Plus, you get to live in the home, and that doesn't take into account that you have made payments on that home. So your the mortgage you owe is probably less than what, you, of course, what you bought. Think about that. Ten years ago, the average home in January twenty thirteen was Mm $409,000. And now it's $985,000. That's $576,000 in equity and a gain over 10 years of 141%.
1: Equity could be defined as if you do sell the home, that's the money that you can walk away with. If you're not selling the home, that's money that you could get a home equity line of credit and pull against to do whatever you want to do, buy the RV, fix up the home. So it's the cash that in hand, that home is just kind of holding for you until you're ready to use it. It, it, Real estate is a great investment. They don't make any of it anymore.
0: Right. (laughs) We have to... Oh, the guy in the office always actually, said they're not making any more land.
1: Where is it that they're actually trying to make islands out there? But there aren't, there aren't too uh, many.
0: I think that was Hong Kong, or
1: I can't something. remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't get away with that here. Actually, my point is, owners who have been in their home for more than five years probably have a good deal of equity, and if they were to downsize after selling their home, they may not even have to finance. You don't yes. know. Now we're talking about downsizers generally. That's kind of where we market our business there, to helping downsizers. And downsizing will save you money. Okay, Absolutely. you you're going to go to a smaller home. There's going to be less maintenance costs. The utility costs are going to be less. You'll be able to reduce your expenses. Also, a smaller place, you just won't have so much stuff to take care of. Right? One hopes.
1: yeah. <laughs> I look at
0: unless it's life. in the storage <laughs> logger, right?
1: <laughs> and your property taxes will most likely be less unless you move to a more expensive area. So yeah, a, a lot of your expenses go down when you downsize. So there's there's a lot of pros to to downsizing into into something smaller in mm-hmm. my
0: mind. I mean, I've thought about it. And I look, I was thinking about how much space I actually use in my house. We've got 2,300 square feet. We use the kitchen in the living room, excuse me, the kitchen, and the family room, mm-hmm. and we use our bedroom and our bathroom, you know, primary bath. And I use one bedroom for an office. So I'd say maybe 55, 60% of the house we use. The rest is just storage for stuff. A lot of, to get people, rid of
1: like you're talking about in the, empty nest syndrome, your kids move out and suddenly your home is just, it's full of a lot of stuff in Mm -hmm. rooms that you don't really use, like you say. That's why downsizing has become really quite a popular thing to happen. As we have talked about in so many episodes, there are so many different things that you can choose to do in the downsizing idea. You know, everything from moving to a smaller home to moving to a different country to riding around in an RV for the rest of your life. There's just a lot of choices there. Mm
0: -hmm. And that kind of comes to that happiness factor. I, I was thinking about downsizing to something else is kind of a lifestyle change and your housing needs change if you don't need the space of a larger home and selling and downsizing can really free up equity to do things. It'll make your life less expensive.
1: My experience with the people that I've dealt with over the years, the ones that try and make the decision to make this move earlier have generally have happier outcomes. Um, it's, it's really hard when you get to a situation where someone has to move, then their choices are not as, there aren't as many. Um, oftentimes it's tied to their health and it becomes a much decision and move in general. So the sooner that one starts to consider this sort of thing, the easier and more fun it will be. So Yeah,
0: I, well, I can attest to that. We've heard the story about when you have a medical emergency or something like that and it forces a change, things are done on the fly. They're not well thought out. They're just kind of by your seat of your pants. And okay. having that plan in place, even if you're not planning, okay, I'm not going to move now in January, but start making a plan for that next move. Really think about what you want too
1: because otherwise other people will get involved in your decision making and you may not like their choices mm-hmm. and you may not have as much of a ability to to make your own decisions and and that's really tragic i've been involved in that more than once and it 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 is not fun no matter what when people downsize really when anybody moves ever. I remember our first home, and when we moved into the home that we've been in now for over 30 years, I cried. It was a small home. I was happy to be moving into my new home, but the old home had lots of memories. Lots of things had happened there, and we had great neighbors, and so it was a, it was bittersweet to make that move and the same, no matter what, you're going to have the same feelings and and emotional stress making any kind of move. So you can plan on that happening, but ideally it's really great if you can make your own choices about where you're going with that, that planning that you're talking about. And, and we've provided lots of avenues. I think early on we had a list to help you, think start thinking about what you needed to do to get to where you want to go
0: i often hear i want to move i want to downsize but i want it in my same neighborhood <laughs> they, yeah. they love their neighbors they love the spot it works for them but they do need a smaller house or just want you know less that can be accommodated occasionally but it's it's not an easy task In some areas of the country, I've heard that there has been significant drop in home value. Uh, It really hasn't been that way in our area.
1: No, Um,
0: I looked it up. uh, The home prices peaked in King County in January 2022. At that peak, a single home was about a a million eighteen thousand, and now it's nine hundred eighty five. A three percent drop. So. There has been some drop in prices.
1: From what I understand, the median price home nationwide is at this point four hundred and twenty thousand, which is up one percent over last year. And you know, even one percent when you think about it, if you have a four hundred thousand dollar home, that's four thousand dollars you made by living in your home for a year and paying your mortgage. So that's pretty good. And Mm -hmm. in other like here, it's it's been more than that. And at one point in in twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three, I think it was twenty five percent that it went up. You don't want them to fly at twenty five percent because you you do price people out of the market that just will never be able to buy. So there's this ba- constant balancing going on between interest rates and home prices and appreciation and and it's. Um, It's a tough thing to keep balance so that it works for everyone. But for the most part, we manage.
0: (laughs) It's still a seller's market. So what were you saying that the average home is getting about 100% of asking price? Is that correct?
1: 99.3%, something like Mm -hmm. that. So darn close 100% of asking in our area, in Washington state. That is the case. And the way you determine whether it's a seller's market or a buyer's market is by how much inventory, how many homes are for sale. And we gauge that on how long would it take us to sell everything that's on the market today if no more were added. And if it would take us a month to do that or two months to do that or three. So a balanced market where they're, you know, You make an offer, you negotiate your offer. There aren't any additional offers coming in. Uh, That is four to six months of inventory. And uh, at one point in 2022 and 2023, and uh, at the beginning of 2023, we were seeing less than a week of inventory in the majority of at least the Puget Sound region. It was insane. And right now we're at two and a half months of inventory in Washington state. And so that means that if if no other homes came on the market, it would take two and a half months for the homes that are currently on the market to completely be gone. Mm -hmm. And that is still underneath that four month mark. So that's still a seller's market, but eventually... People move because they have to move Mm -hmm. and um, buyers buy because they want to get into the market.
0: The current market conditions, like you said, it's still a seller's market because we're at two and a half months of inventory. Four would be a balanced market. You are selling your home. You're going to have really motivated buyers, but you're also going to have very low competition. There just isn't much inventory. So you're competing against a few other homes, making your home stand out.
1: So in reality, is it a good time to sell? It absolutely is a good time to sell. Are interest rates high? They are. They have come down a little bit, and they're anticipating that they will come down more. We are not anticipating that they will get back to those threes, and it may be a while before they're four. So if you have to make a move make your move because, or whatever you sell, you're buying and selling in the same market.
0: Well, I, I want to stress that people should get all the information possible to make a decision. You, you need to know what the market's like. You need to know how much your home is worth and how much equity you have. How does somebody find out about that, their equity?
1: The, the equity, in, well, first of all, you need an experienced realtor who can do a a market analysis on your home, and frequently they have to come out and look at your home to see what it looks like on the inside. Yes, Zillow can give you an algorithm based on the homes in your neighborhood, but they don't know about all of the upgrades that you did and which ones are actually going to bring more money to your home. An experienced realtor can give you that information. Um, So they can tell you what your home would sell for. And then you need to look at what uh, your current mortgage is and what, what your, we call it your net proceeds, or how much money you'll walk away from, and that is your equity. And then once you know that, if a good realtor, if you don't have a lender that you really feel comfortable with, they can connect you with lenders that have all kinds of creative programs that you get to choose from. And find the program that's going to suit you the best for making that next purchase if you're going to finance. And if you're thinking about spending, paying cash for a home, you might, like I said, you might want to talk to your financial advisor to make sure that that is the best use of the equity that you're getting when you sell your home. So there's a lot of steps to it and a good realtor can guide you through that. And the thing that people really need to understand is every time a home sells near theirs, it will change the value of their home. And yes, Zillow will give you a rough idea, but I have seen fluctuations in value from 1% to 15, 20% from what Zillow thought the home would sell for to what it actually sold for. It's a good place to start, but if you want a really solid number, you should have an experienced realtor do a market analysis for you and explain it to you.
0: And we'll do that free. No obligation and no or obligation. requirement.
1: And it's like you wouldn't do brain surgery yourself. You're experienced in the field that you work in. A good, experienced realtor has lots of information that you may not be able to get anywhere
0: else. Maybe getting a home equity right now will help you decide your next five-year plan or one-year plan. But True. But... We just want to do good things for people to help them out, get the information out to them. Anything else you want to add, Judy?
1: I don't think so at this point, Dennis.
0: All right. That's it for this episode 29 of our podcast. I'm, I'm pretty amazed that we've got this far. So that's it for the Getting Your Edge, How to Write, Such Your Home and Life podcast. I hope this was good information about whether it's a good time to sell. And yes, it is. We'll hope to see you back for the next time. Please reach out to us if you want that home equity report. Your home is worth in a snapshot. It gives you an idea of where you are at. Thanks so much. Bye, Judy.
1: Bye, Dennis.
0: Bye. Bye. Mm, That's it, folks. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for future episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. Goodbye.